Okay, keep your Omdusha heads in the sugya because Baruch Hashem, we had so many shilas for clarification and more information on. Uh, I'll deal with Eli Shaila first, and without uh, giving you a swelled head, but you uh, you were asking about the Prius Balchayv. Let me just uh, one minute chazar so you get back into it. The Meshach Chachma wanted to say that the Lifniver, has all three pshatim, aiding and abetting Averis, bad advice, and the Pasha Pshat putting a rock, stumbling block, digging a bar. And he said, and that's also the Yisadarais. And he says, this is the source for the whole Babakama, basically. First Mishnah, Arbav Zazikin. This is the source. All the Achreinim are searching to figure out where's the Yisr, which is, think about it, is any Sukkish year in Babakama, which is really what we're doing tonight, has to address this. This is the whole. Sugiya, we're talking about payments and we're talking about making the guy whole, which you have to do, or half, if it's chatzin nezik. Right, so is there an Avera here or is it just a Tashlumen? You can hear either side. The Achrenim have a lot of Torah on this. We're just going to have a small sampling because it's going to help us understand it makes a difference if you hold, there is a Pashprat over here in this Pasuk, like the Asamer does, like the Meshachachma does. And he says it's this pasuk, at least for Burr and possibly for some of the others. And the achreinim we're going to mention and the one we're going to see inside clearly hold not so. Matter of fact, the kilos yag of the stipler, which is, uh, is a very famous tickle, this is Simonal from Baba Kama, even in the middle of his discussion, mentions that I saw in the Meshachachma that he says it's from Lasama Damriacha. He doesn't go with that. He has a very interesting occur, but they're all searching for, well, first answer the Shaila, is there an Avera, is it just a payment? They're all assuming most of the time it's an Avera. If you're walking with your Shur in Rosh Hashanah, which is what everybody did, because that's what the Shur was for. Picture any crowded Rosh Hashanah, go to India today, you can still see this. Some of the cows are not used, they're being worshipped, unfortunately. And some of them are just beasts of burden, they're carrying loads on them, or they're riding on animals. And you have to use it. You can't keep it locked up. But you need a certain amount of shmir. Like, don't open the gate and let them out to roam free because they're going to go into somebody's tomatoes. So it needs some level of shmir, a short time. And a shormud needs a different level of shmir. Higher, which you'd expect, or lower, which you wouldn't expect, but that's not the sugi now. But you need some level of shmir. After that, if you're walking with the shor, you don't have to hold on to it. And if it runs... And goes Meshuggah for a minute, goes somebody, you have to pay. That's not an Avera. You did a Shmir. The Avera is, and we'll start off with this. This is uh, in any uh, sheer clothing covering the Sugiyah's Agdamar Baba Kama. It's a little quote to Baruch Bear, who brings down from Chaim, that the Azhara, the Lav, is in the Pasuk, Leishmerenu, Leishmerenu Bailuv. That Leishmerenu is the Azhara. You must watch it. And if you don't, your Chayef to pay. So it's not just a payment. Abchaim holds it, it's an Azhar also. That's one Malach. Others say it's included in Gzela, which we'll see in the Kilis Yaakov. But we're going to start with the two easier Makaras first, and we're going to take tonight and maybe uh, 
next week just to understand what the options are and then you'll understand better what the possibilities of uh, why they're not learning like the Meshachachma for the Pashashat and the Pasig. You can either say, we don't hold the Pashashat, it's not like Elalacha, which means you need to search for another Makar for a lav. What's fascinating about it is that everybody searches for a Makar. They don't just say, well, you did something that perhaps is beyond the control, perhaps it isn't. Maybe try to be more careful, but it's just a payment. They hold that most of the time, if you didn't do any Shmira, it's an actual Isser, not just a payment. And if you're using the animal as you would in Rosh Hashanah and you're walking with it and you're not letting it roam free and attack a Gore is the first time, so that's a short time. It's Chasi Nezik. If you want to be Dutch time at a cross, you know, Terror gives you a break over there. But still got to pay. That's not an Aveira. And there are going to be many Nafkaminas, people getting very nervous, and we're just trying to mention the basic categories. Uh, people ask me, brokers, how do I know I'm being honest with myself? We're going to get to all of that. And these Shailas are very real, but first, you have to spend the uh, while understanding what the alumnus uh, is, well, one person wanted a taina that if you're just doing the guy something that's not a disservice, but not a big service, but you're making money, you could do it. That's a good shaila. I don't think it's true. And I'll, I'll try to prove it as we go through these makaris. If a guy asks you advice, you have to do something that's good for him. If it remains part, you could say, this is good for you, and I'm also making money. He knows that. You're a broker. That's fine. But if it's parv and he's not making money, he's not losing money, it's already a tircha to sell the property. And that'll be reflected in this Kilis Yakov in front of you. Yeah. Um, by the secular law, there are at least two standards mm-hmm. uh, legally. There is a suitability standard, mm-hmm. and then there is a fiduciary standard. Mm-hmm. And so if, if, a, if a person is acting as a fiduciary, let's say a financial advisor, then that's a much higher standard in terms of culpability. Rightfully so. Right. And, and so, for example, if there's a conflict of interest, whether the broker, is, the broker has to take, uh, the, this financial advisor will have to sacrifice his, his gain for mm-hmm. the sake of the client because he's acting as a fiduciary. Whereas suitability But he's getting paid for that. The Gemara also yeah. recognizes that. If you're a shohani who's getting paid professionally, to the anything, you have a much higher level of a chayas. Whereas suitability, which most brokers are actually only subject to suitability, right. uh, they are not obligated to be on the lookout for the best thing for the client, as long as what they sell them is suitable. And That's very interesting. You'll have to send me a snapshot of those two descriptions, because it'll, it'll come when we start uh, getting into the part about the advice, which is, again, one of the subsets of the, of the sugya. We're going to have to examine that, because... I would assume, why would somebody take on the achrayas of a fiduciary? Because he's getting paid a regular salary as opposed to making uh, uh, money on that deal? Well, some people want to do it because they want to be honest and they want to actually act on... on, on so the they feel client. if they get paid I, I, or if I, they just accept that, they'll have more I, of an achrayas. And, and they, they'll have a better relationship with clients and they will have more clients as a So result. what makes you is the official acceptance of that or just that you're on salary as opposed to a no, deal it's, by it's deal? What? Jo- job description? They have, they have yeah. to spell out, I'm acting as a fiduciary. That's spelled out in the contract. It's, it's, or that's assumed. It's spelled out in the relationship. No, it's not assumed. It's in all the codes of conduct. No, codes of conduct is a suggestion. We're talking no, about the real, it's real, it's, 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 you can get sued. Uh, uh, yes. Sure, yes. sure. Yes. These are, right. you know, the, the section one. If you look at... No, I, th- I assumed everybody had this. That's why I'm, I'm asking no, the other no, direction. No, I assume no, this is Pashat. No, the, uh, the, 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 the fiduciary standards between 
an, an accountant's financial advisor against like a life insurance salesman right. is. Uh, well, let me ask a simple question. I'm sure we'll get back to it when we, uh, when we really get to this, but it's all intertwined. If you're getting paid as an accountant, isn't it push it? What other money would you be sacrificing? You're already getting paid. We're going to come up. You have to sacrifice your gain and do the best thing for him, even if you're not making money. You're making money anyway. Accountants, it's less likely. No, right. But, 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 but insurance brokers are classic ones. Uh, Stockbrokers. So what's this in that? And, and a real estate. Why, so why doesn't a real estate broker have that uh, madrega? If, if you are talking maybe uh, a buyers, I, I don't know if they do have what they as opposed to, the stockbroker gets paid as he, as he, as he turns the, well, it shouldn't be turning the account, but as he, uh, as he, uh, as he buys and sells. Well, it's a situation where the fiduciary responsibility only kicks in once they're already brokering the deal, but then by then they did the job. That's bizarre. That only kicks in when it's too late. Right. Some that the advisor actually is in charge of step by step. Right. The client. For that, he acts as a fiduciary. Right. One where the client has more of a hands on that he decides. It's either discretionary or non discretionary. Okay. Fiduciaries are okay. trusted. That's what it is. The real estate broker is not entrusted. Okay. So we're going to have to. Um, somebody gives you the escrow money to hold, or somebody gives the, the money to, to, to run like the broker, so they're the fiduciary. Dude. See, I was aware of the. I, I thought that most people were the fiduciary, not the other way around, but. <laughs> Okay, we have to we have to weave that in because Lefneva is a big a big issue. But nobody holds whether you officially signed up for that. Nobody holds you could do something to the detriment of the client. Most people don't know the skiluk, and ah well, this year we're going to learn it because that's that's pretty important. Okay, so thank you for bringing that up. That'll come back in the meantime. You know, you'll send me some. Some raid lahavdal on that, and we'll uh, <laughs> we'll get to that. So, yeah. Yeah. So Abba Abba Zazikin. Yeah. So and that's where it's, uh, this actual. So all these achrayim are coming with the assumption. They're saying it extends to breach of contract and things like. They're saying, well, let's put it in the lashon of the sugya. They're saying it's an actual avera, and aim to the extent aimas herein. And and there's a lav somewhere, some chiyuv somewhere, and we got to find it. That's what's fascinating over You could say, no, it's just a payment. You got to make the guy whole. Sometimes that's the case, but most of the time it's not. So where is this lav? So above it says that it's inherent in each pasuk. You look at each pasuk. They're telling you the chiyuv is loish marenu, and this is what happened. Now you got to pay. Well, you have a chiyuv shmira on whatever level it is. The example of loish marenu is a situation of, of actual torts, of actual physical damage. You didn't do it. It's not adamazig necessarily. Adamazig is one example. It's sure. Bar, all this, by the way? All these things are tangible property damage. I would have, without Baba Kama, so I'll explain to you. So I'll explain to you why it's a chiddish. It's my animal, not me. And I would have assumed that all these examples is groma at worst. Now, groma is pretty serious. Groma is chayv los deshamayim. I have conversation with people in the context of where he finally admits, yeah, it was groma. And I tell them, I can't be mechayv you, but it's groma. So they asked me, well, what are the ramifications of that? I said, so he starts breathing easier. I said, why are you breathing easier? He says, only I said, I have news for you. You're going to get there. 
He said, not right now, hopefully. I said, Achamev Esam. He reminds me of the, uh, the guy who was sitting, uh, listening to the fire and brimstone, Drusha, the Magid was saying, and he was telling all the people over here, you have to face Din Cheshman, and you're all going to die, and everybody here is going to die. And this guy sitting in the audience, you know, very relaxed. One of them afterwards, he says, excuse me, Reb Yid, why are you so relaxed? He says, I'm not from here. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> That's the guy says, Grandma, it's I let's say Shemayim, Shemayim, okay. Uh, <laughs> but it's Grandma, it's not, you it's can't. Not, it's, not, it's, not, it's not a monetary damage as opposed to physical. There's enough community between the two. No, the result is you got to make them whole. I'm just saying is I can understand that there's a shmira of something which results in some sort of physical damage right. versus like if, 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 if the apples get eaten or if there's a certain hezek well they had they get eaten that you can act from, sorry. Had they, the apple did get eaten that's the, that's the no, damage the shark did over here but we're still but all the occurrence we're going to see now as you'll see or something like that and breach a contract which is Right. So let me go back. Is when you have something you should have protected and bavarned that this might happen. Let me go back to your what you're getting at is the kasha which I wanted to start with from last night is that if you don't pay back a loan, what is that? So somebody once asked Rab Chaim, speaking of people who are not worried about uh, what's coming in Shemaim. So somebody once asked Rab Chaim if Priyas Baal Chayiv is a mitzvah, and I owe the guy hundred thousand dollars. And we all know Chilipatin and Mitzvah and Alyssa say, so let's just say you've got to give up all your money. For Mitzvah Sassi, you've got to give up 50 year assets. So he said, I'm $100,000 and I don't have too much money. I'll give him 20000 the fifth of my assets. Does that sound right to anybody? So that's, that's the answer of Chaim. If it's all in Priyaz Baal Chaim, it's a mitzvah. So Chaim told him, no, it's my money, Gabbach. <laughs> You're holding my money. Even though Milva Lotzal didn't know, and there's no Indian Lachatchila at all, if a guy lends you $100,000, you put it under the mattress, it comes after 30 days, there's no Indian whatsoever to give him back that cash. Milva Lotzal didn't know. You've got to give back $100,000, but it's still considered you're holding my money. So that's not a mitzvah sase. So why is it a mitzvah sase? The Torah, Hashem's Rachamim, gives us mitzvahs of things you have to do up, he says, I'll pay back the money, and it's a mitzvah also. So we have other mitzvahs like that. That's the Torah over here. So that's not damages, that's just you're holding my money, so give it back. As opposed to over here, Rav Chaim is saying, Laish Marenu is, you've, that's the Chiv, and the, the Avera over here is, you didn't watch it. The Avera over here is, you dug the bar. That's his Makar. Take a look at page one, and the copy you have. This is a new uh, scan that just went in. And you'll see the Ramam and the Deus. So the Ramam and the Chinuch, they point this out in the Ramam and the Chinuch. If you want to know Makar for the Isser to Mazik somebody, they say it's under a Haftalvech Kamecha, which is fascinating. Haftalvech is an asset, not a list, I say. But it's a Makar. Take a look at Halacha Gimel. Mitzvah called them love is Kalacha Vechem Yisrael Kigufoi. Remember the Ramban says, Mamish Kigufa is for people of high Madrega, but it means treat them as you want to be treated. Shanema Haftalvech says the Ramam agreed to that gather, but you have to be very careful with him, with his covet, and with his assets. Lafichach. Tzach, Lasaper B'Shivchai. Interesting. Stamp. Also, that's an Indian to be. Saper B'Shivchai. Don't go too far because if you talk in front of people, you don't know who likes him, who doesn't like him, and they might start talking Lashonar. That's an Isser. You might trigger that. Hey, he's not that good, and they start saying something bad about him, except for Shevra Baruchas, where we go all out for some. Interesting reason. We're not afraid anybody's going to start pointing out the vices. 
And you should watch his money like you watch your own money. And watch his cover like you watch your cover. Right? And I never understood why the banana peel became so famous, but if a guy slipped or something happened to him and you even laugh for a second or in your head find it amusing, Chazal uh, don't say to too many things, you would think it's a, it's a fleeting thought. The answer is you're not looking at his covet as you would protect your own. The key word over here is lochus al They say that's the makar, the yisr, to be mazik. If you had a shur around your vegetable patch, you'd make sure he was locked up and not roaming free. But what does the word mitzvah mean? Because in the prior one, so it's a mitzvah It's not a, not an asar yet. What's that? It's not an asar. It's only a mitzvah no, so no, no, far. Because in the prior base, he says mitzvah sase. So it seems. Yeah, no, it's a mitzvah. It is, but it's still only an asay. No, but he's just explaining. Gimel, Gimel's explaining base. It, 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 it's, it's not explaining the. He started off with the with one halacha, but you're saying why is it saying mitzvah asay as opposed to mitzvah kolodim? Saying is like the mitzvah. The Rambam delineates in the sefer in the sefer mitzvah. Right. Is this one of the things in the mitzvah? Is the mitzvah yeah. say? Yeah, but it's not a lesa say, so that doesn't help no, no, us no, in the makar. I'm not saying it's, it's a lesa say or an assay. I'm saying that. No, it's an assay. It's. Mitzvah, oh, he, no, he brings it down. No, no, it's an assay. After is an assay. And he's telling you, after means that if you don't care about his money enough as you care about yours, and the result of that is you're, you don't really care to prevent him from damaging or mazik him, that's already a violation or a bit of the Haftar The Chena spells it out more preferish. Take a look at page two. In Mitzvah's Avas Yisrael, Reish Mem Gimel, bottom of page two. Lev HaKolechem Yisrael Avas Nefesh, Kalemar, Shenachma Al Yisrael Val Mimaynoi, the second word, Nachma Al Yisrael, Avach Pons on him, and on his money, Mashadam Chem Al Asma Mimaynoi, Shenachma, Haftar Lebecha Kamecha. That's one of the rise they bring that they're not expecting them. I drag you shall love him as much as you love yourself. It means do unto him what you want to, in terms of how you want being treated by other people. If you really love him, you won't steal from him. Well, we hope so. Even if you don't love him that much, you won't steal from him. Ripping him off, meaning more than a six. The last four words. He puts Hezek under this. After him, it says even more beferish in the Chinuch. So so far we have an assay. Take a look at page three, and we will see part of this Kilis Yaakov. So if you um, Miss a fine point, please uh, stop me and to uh, clarify, please, because this is basic to the whole sugya of uh, Nizikin and if you hold possibly Pashapshat in Lifneiver. So Mavur Betera. Tamazik, Everybody's looking for where is the Isser, assuming there is an Isser or else you wouldn't be Chayv to pay. Mavad Isser Baltashkis, nice tie in to the sugya we're coming from. Is, of course, to be mazik anything, even your own things, is bal tashchis, and you have to have a good reason for it. If you remember, we spent a long time on that, and the Rambam and the Maskanas HaPeskim is bal tashchis applies to things besides trees. And he says, look at the Rambam and the Mishamelech over there, where 
They explained that. And there are many cases you might be mazik somebody and it's not baltashchis, mazik yourself, or not care about your money, mazik somebody else you have no right to do, uh, but it's not baltashchis, you can have many good reasons, he might even thank you afterwards. So he says, you'll have reasons why you're destroying something to save yourself money. That comes up all the time. We had many examples of that over the past year. <laughs> year and a half, and it might even come up that you think you're doing the guy a favor. Question is, can you be mazik somebody, I'm going to ask to pay him. Can you be mazik somebody if he's not here and he's not rendering an opinion, or perhaps if he's here and he's screaming and yelling. So in this packet, believe it or not, he's going to reference it, but we're going to see it inside. There are cases, mitakhanas chazal, not stam chazal, but the earliest Sanhedrin known to us, and that's the Sanhedrin Yeshua Benun. When Yeshua Benun came to Eretz Yisrael, he made many takanas. And one of the takanas is if you're traveling one fine day and you're carrying um, your barrels and somebody else's barrels on your chamar or on your uh, camel or on your shore, and all of a sudden the barrels start splitting, he, some, he started uh, plotting or it fell off, and something started as uh, a crack in the barrel, and you have barrels with honey and barrels of wine, and you're transporting it for yourself and for Shimon, and Shimon owns the honey and you own the wine. And um, actually, let's make it the easier case. You own the honey, Shimon owns the wine, he's not here. And I didn't price this, but the Gemara assumes Dover Pushit, honey is a lot more expensive than wine. And you want to save the honey, so you have nothing else to put it in, what are you going to do? Sagamara has this case, quickly pour out all the wine, free up the barrels, and put the honey in there. The only problem is it's not your wine. It could be mazik somebody else. You'll pay them. The, the, the honey's a lot more valuable. It's very clear, me, Daraisa, you can't do that because you can't be mazik somebody. And here's an afkamina. Because you want to make them whole? I plan on making them whole. He's a friend of mine. We, we work together. I'm transporting uh, his stuff. So if it's only a dinner a payment because you bobbled the guys, I plan on paying. Is there a problem here? So there is a problem because everybody's assuming there's some Avera over here. That's a big nafkamina, and that's not the only one. So there's a special takana in that case from Yeshua Ben-Nun when he came to his house, okay, everybody's been living now, 12 shotim, close proximity, we've got to get along, and these things come up, and therefore everybody's got to help each other out. And he made takanas, he'll be mazik the guy, even if he doesn't know about it, or even if he objects, and and he's got to go back to you for the money they built into the Zakanos. We'll see in the Gemara, he doesn't have to chase you for cash. He can actually take it from your merchandise. He's still got to find you. It's still a Kiddush. But even though you plan on paying, you're not going to be mazik. So what's the makar of that Isser? If it's just a payment, so I have to pay. So I'll pay. What's the problem? That's why everybody's addressing this. And that case wouldn't be about Tashis. You're actually trying to save the high-rended product. And that comes up in different forms. The Gemara will describe a few cases. Next paragraph. You look at the Torah, the Lashon of the Torah. He doesn't only talk about payments, which is most of Cheshemish, but he talks about an Isser. Everybody knows that's Aser. We don't need a Makar for that. It's a Pusik. 
It's just like it's also to do Ganeva Gzela, Mamel Chavera, Kach, also Lazik, Mamel Shaloi. Still doesn't tell us the source, but he says Beferish, it's an Isser. It's not just a payment. And that's why this such a discussion. Gotta find the Makar for it. And the Kiddush over here is Gzela and Ganeva. You know, have many mutter, it's a Pasuk. So you can't start saying Sfaras, I'll pay him back, or this and that. You can't even do it as a practical joke. When it comes to being Mazik, we don't know what the Makar is yet. So the Torah says, Torah knows there's a Makar, but I don't know what it is yet. It's whatever it is, you can't do it even if you plan on paying. So it's put on a pedestal like Geneva and Gazela. Yeah. So one possible Makar, which interestingly enough, the stipler is not going to go with, is that it's under Gazela and Geneva, you don't need another Pusik, like you're saying. There are Afranim who suggest that. But Rab Chaim, Rabach bears a long stick on this that everybody has, beginning at Baba Kama, Tehra on this, and most of them don't say that, interestingly enough. reason is because we know what Geneva is, you tiptoe in the middle of the night, and we know what Gazela is, you rob him, and he knows what's going on. But there are clear definitions. We know what our saga is, we know what all these things are, and we have so many different categories, and then we know what Nezik is, there's a whole Masech of Baba Kama. And it never says Makar. That means the Gemara assumed that the Achrenim are going to figure it out. So Shaila is, what is it? What? And the Svar, but the Svar is not a Svar over here. Why can't, what's wrong with me damaging him? I'm, I have the cash in my hand, I'm going to hand it to him in 10 seconds. What's the problem? Geneva, I'm, I'm yanking it away without his resources. He wouldn't want me tiptoeing the house, stealing his Rembrandt, even if I'm going to pay. So, that we have a Pusik for. Gzela, I'm holding up a gunpoint. That's a Pusik. I'm being Mazakim. I'm busy. This comes up. We're going to give examples. This comes up all the time. And I'm busy doing my own thing, not realizing that this is a michshol for him, or this is a hezik for him. Well, what's the makar? So if it's a michshol and a veir, then we have a pasuk levniver. But meshul chachma and many others are tiny. This is the makar for many nizikin also. So the question is, um, if you don't agree, what's the makar? So the Torah tells us it's aser. Veneer after the brackets. Veneer And if you remember last night, the Meshach Chachma said that the Gemara applied digging a burn Bishus Arabim, and in the discussion of Shutfim, it discussed Enshli Chadvar Avera. Use the word Avera. The Gemara clearly is assuming first you got to find the Rayas that it is an Avera. You got to first prove that it's an Avera. Maybe it's just a payment. After you do that, then you got to find out where the Avera is. So we have already this, the second Gemara, similar Gemara, where the Gemara uses a Lushan, when it comes to Nezikin. So obviously it's considering it's an Avera. And he brings the next Gemara over here. Venera, December, Vorba Gemara. Dika, first one line. Isalaz, if you could do Shin, Daf, Membez, on Bez. Dakshina, Bahad, Shleachasa, Beira, Biad, Pikach. You take a burning ember, you put coals that are alive in the hands of a Pikach, as opposed to a Cheshat, Vakatan, where you're going to be at fault. But here you put it into a regular adult. Put it into his hands, Pikeh Chayev. Venema Shulchanat Kamal said, Why is the Ruven give it to Shimon? Why Shimon Chayev? Why don't you say he's Ruven Shliach, Shaninan, Shani Asam, Dein Shliach, Dvar Avera, italics, bold on the word Avera. So we're assuming it's an Avera to be Mazik somebody. And we're not talking about Baltashkis, as he points out in the brackets. After the brackets, El Shadayin Lamavuri, he's a Medraisa and Darbonan. So now we know it's Avera. Is this an Avera Daraisa? So where's the Pusik? Is it an Avera Dabanon? We would call an Avera an Avera Dabanon. Shadayin Lamavur, is it the race of Dabanon? Sheish Lama Dayin Avera Dabanon? Kedachiyah Chamish Lamelch, that we also saw last night. The Gamba Avera Dabanon, I mean, Ain Shilich Dabar Avera. 
his raya is disputed by the Meshul Chachma of the Asamech. Mehata Baba Kama Daphne Nalta, Mavur Daphne, Lichras Barbashis Arabim, Einshlich Levarvera. What's wrong? Think about this. We brought this up last night. What's wrong with digging a Barmashis Arabim? What's the Avera? So the Mishamelch assumes that digging the Barmashis Arabim at worst is an Avera de Abanon, or is an Avera de Abanon. Hasam Avera, who mitzah shasal a Kalkabashis Arabim, is you're ruining the streets. He agrees. The stipler agrees with the Mishra Digging up the streets, the Mulav Shusar Rabbim, is an Isam Isar de Rabbanon. No, so it's an Isar de Rabbanon to do it, but it still don't have an Isar de Rabbanon. So where's the Isar de Rabbanon to make a bar? Now the Yer said, it's not an Isar de Rabbanon. It says, and you're digging a Mishra. That's the Rabbanon. Meshamelech doesn't agree. Now think for a moment, because this is a very fascinating point. Digging up Shusar Rabbim. Why is it only the Rabbanon? Who owns the Rishas Aram? Everybody. Everybody, nobody. In the time of Chazal, we just had this Shabbos and Dinah Machazadina Sugya. The Ran and other Rishanim, some Rishanim hold that the Melech owns the entire country. And that's why you have to pay taxes because he owns the entire country. If he owns the entire country, he owns the entire country. You're renting here, basically. Even if you built a house, you're really renting on a 99 year lease. So, digging up a Shusarabim. So, what is it? So, is it Geneva? Well, Kaka and an Exelis. You didn't walk away with Main Street. So, you dug up dirt and you're carting it away? Maybe. What gives you a right the king owns this? You give you a right to steal his dirt? The king is probably more mocked by the fact that he had a paved road which cost money and was safe for the pedestrians, and now you have a barber Shusarabim. That's a very compelling svar. The Mishnah says it's only this Durabonon. It's Manazar, we don't have a king who owns this. Who owns it? So he said, everybody. So he's stealing from everybody. So again, the actual Kagar Kagan Exiles. You stole the dirt. Well, so I, why are you walking away with the dirt? Dirt's expensive. Dirt is expensive, by the way. Why? You can be mafker things. Well, that's the king it was in yesteryear. But let's talk about now. Everybody else, there is a shutuf in this great democracy that we have. And it's a shawl, the king doesn't own it. And it's a chelik great shawl, so everybody owns it. Or if you're digging the Rishas Rav, Main Street is in Shevet Dan. So Shevet Dan owns it. Somebody owns it. Okay. So what are you stealing? I'm stealing dirt. Dirt is, dirt is worth money, I think. Uh, I'm not sure. I, dirt cheap. Okay. Uh, I don't know. When we dug up the mountain over here, by the way, everybody in the shul told me that it's not worth money. It costs money. And you've got to cart it away. I don't know. Do you, if you want to buy dirt, do you have to pay money? Baby? Landfill? What? I, I have clients that do this also. You know, Who it, take it? Which direction? <laughs> they dig up a Shazarabim. Okay. But yeah, yeah, they, they Legal. charge you regular dirt. You yeah. Quarries and a million different types of rocks. Right. Stuff. Regular dirt is relatively cheap, but you but you're. But of course, something is cheap, but it's not free. Right. But a lot of times they have such an excess to looking to get rid of it, and they're just charging you for all the trucking and the hauling and all of that. But but a regular person comes in and says. I need 20 trucks of dirt and charging you a certain amount. But is that for the hauling? I mean, nowadays, if, if I want to have a, my child wants a sandbox, I want to build him this mother of all sandboxes. So uh, can, I, I call up, can I buy 100 pounds? Yeah, I don't know where. Yes, of course. I'm paying per ton. Yes. Not for the translation. The dirt costs money. Then, okay. Then, then and plus the translation. Okay. So the Mishamel says digging up a Shusarabim is only this Durabonon. That means he's assuming he's not stealing anything. So if it's Bismarck Mishamel, the king owned it. 
I'm just pointing out, there's nothing, he's, he's bringing this just to prove that this is not the Makar. You didn't do the Issa Dereisa Lachar when you dug up Rosh Hashanah And yet the Gemara says, yes, you did. Ain Shlich Ladvar Avera. So he said, well, like the Mishamach, it's only not Avera Dwarbonon. The Mishachma said last night that, and he's about to quote it, that no, it's not Avera Dwarbonon. Avera is Lufne Iver Losite Mishal. It's quite a dichotomy. What? Just to understand, this is like, you wouldn't think this is all Baba Kama, but we're trying to figure out what is this Barsha. We have we have Arba of the taking of the land, or is it in, in, in Well, Kagan and Exelis, you're not going to steal it, but it's not, there's no Kenyan Gazela. You mean, so it's the same thing as for a pebble. You can't take a pebble either, because it's also stealing. If it's worth something, that's why I was asking Avi, well, whether it's worth, is it worth something? That's the Shaila. So he's going to point out, to read two more lines. Take the dirt, he can leave a pile right next to the hole. It's just the, the, the fact that there is a hole in the ground. That's the problem. So, but that's Hezek, that's not Geneva. That's not the point. So he says, the Mishra Malcha saying, that's Hezek. So we will make you pay if somebody falls in. That, everybody's masked. We're trying to figure out over here a very basic Shaila from the Stipulet, Chaim, Abach, Bear, and everybody else. Is there an Aveira over here? Just say, Sorry for the inconvenience. We'll put a cone here, a cone there, and pay the government, the king, or whoever you're paying. Or pay for the guy, Baba Kama, who fell in. So, the Meshachachma, which he's going to quote, right now, look at the brackets. Shuv Matzasi Meshachachma, that's what we saw last night. Shekasa Parshkadeshim, Bepasak Lifneiver, Shaziyaz Barbashus Rab Asami Daraisal Lifneiver, Lositei Mesha, or Barbashusa Asami Krola Sasan Dam Devesacha. Two different things. If it's Emishus Rab, it's the regular case of Livnever, and if it's in your property, find your backyard driveway. It's Losas and Davidsecha. Why isn't it Livnever? Because why are you walking on my property? It's Livnever. You asked last night, do you have to have Shimon in mind that he should fall in? Rahman No. If it's in Shusram, people are walking there. You have to assume somebody's going to fall in. If it's in your property, why do you have people walking here? So what's the answer? Losas and different Pasuk. Losas and which you asked last night, what's this in that Maka? So the, um, the shotgun law, which we won't go into now because we're out of time, which some states passed, I don't know where it's holding from years back, but they had some uh, more red states who want to be allowed to put shotguns connected automatically to the garage door. So if some intruder opens it, that'll be the last thing he does besides, hopefully he's not saying shamas, I don't know, whatever they say, and, and that's it. So a lot of people, it's a hotly debated issue in many state uh, assemblies because uh, they're probably, I'm guessing, the more red states will say, well, that's why we have the Constitution and we're allowed to have guns and no one's coming into my property. And the other ones, and I can hear both sides, will say that might be a little dangerous if the mailman comes and he, it's raining and he doesn't want the package to get wet and he, he's a nice guy and it's a rural area and everybody's friendly and that's the last chesed he does. Uh, when he opens the door, and that, that could be losas and dam is you can't have dangerous things on your property. So I'll let you think about that. If you have it attached, please detach it till we get to the bottom of that one, and we'll uh, Mitzvah Shem see you next week.